We don't always like our kids. It's a truth we don't often admit, even to ourselves. I can hear the guilt in parents' voices when they say, sometimes I really don't like my child. He's a pain, he argues with me all the time, and he's just not fun to be around. It's important to accept the fact that you won't always like your kids, and they won't always like you. This is especially hard for parents of difficult acting out kids to deal with. But the fact is, you're on your way to less guilt and a better relationship with your child when you can acknowledge your feelings. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to acknowledge these feelings with Debbie Pincus's article, Sometimes I Don't Like My Child. You're listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Empowering Parents is a community dedicated to child behavior help and problem-solving techniques for parents. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Anna, from EmpoweringParents.com. If you're a parent who's struggling to find the good in your child, you know how painful this can be. We all have expectations of what our children should be like, and it can be very painful when they're not what we expected. You feel let down, and then you feel guilty for feeling that way. But remember, as James Lehman says, you have to learn to parent the child you have and not the child you wish you had. Facing the truth is always an important first step. The first thing you can do here is ask yourself, what am I feeling and why? Take a minute to pause, step back, and think about this for a moment. Maybe you don't like your child because she's so different from you. Maybe you don't always like your child because she acts out, is defiant and oppositional, and causes havoc in your home. Maybe her behavior is stressing you out and wearing you down and then causing friction between you and your spouse. All understandable reasons to feel dislike toward your child. Why would you like someone who treats you poorly, is contrary, or behaves in obnoxious ways? But if you look closely, disliking your child is more about you than about her, because these are your feelings, your reactions to her. And in turn, those reactions may even contribute to your child's unlikable behaviors. That's the good news, since the only person you can change is yourself anyway. Here are a few things that you can do to build a relationship and like your child at least most of the time. Acknowledge and accept your feelings. Don't push them away because you think it's bad or wrong to dislike your child. You don't have to like the truth. You just have to own it. The second thing is to find the cause. Recognize what's causing you to dislike your child. If it's because he's different from you or because he's not how you want him to be, then manage your own expectations. Accept your child for who he is and pay attention to his strengths rather than focusing on what you think are his weaknesses. Remember, it's very easy to forget that it's the behavior you don't like, not the whole person. Get to know your child better. Get to know who your child is and what he needs, and then find out what really makes him tick, rather than who you want him to be. Your child can read it if you're disappointed in him. His acting out and negative feelings toward you might even increase because of it. Are there contributing factors? If you're feeling dislike because of your child's defiant behavior, is there any way you or others in your family are contributing to his behavior? Is he acting out other unresolved issues? Ask yourself the following questions and answer them honestly. Could your child be behaving poorly as a way to keep you and your spouse engaged with each other by focusing on a problem child? Is his behavior poor because no one's holding him accountable? Is he overly or underly focused upon in the family? And does he have too much power because you allow yourself to be intimidated by him? Do you always give in or never give in? The Importance of Playfulness 
Bring more playfulness and less seriousness to your interactions. Recognize that your child might be a problem, but he's not the problem. Your interactions have been the problem. You're a part of that too, so try and stay focused on changing your role in the dance. Make special dates and times together. Listen to him. Really listen and accept him for who he is. Be yourself with your child and let him know your preferences, your beliefs, and your values. Love him and stop worrying about him so much. Easier said than done, I know. But remember, loving him also means holding him accountable. Remember that anger creates reactivity. Your anger and your resentment about feeling disappointed in your child creates more judgments and reactivity. Stop reacting and start responding more thoughtfully and positively. Power struggles often happen when you try to change someone else into who you think they should be. So just let go of the rope in that tug of war that you're in with your child. And don't always try to get the last word in or prove that you're right. Admit to your mistakes and your struggles. Maximize the positives and minimize the negatives. You can start focusing on what's right, not wrong, with your child today, and then begin building on what's good. So having a positive mindset leads to more positives. Build your relationship by letting your child know what you appreciate about him on a daily basis. Ask him to help you in things he's strong in, so that way you're building on his strengths. Spend time together without discussing the problem. Next is to commit to not criticizing your child or trying to change him. One of the things Debbie mentions in her article is that she actually gets up in the morning and says, okay, not one criticism can come out of my mouth today. And you really have to make that a very conscious thought and activity. Half the time, we don't even know when we're saying something negative, so try and make a conscious effort not to. It's important to think about the concept of appreciation or gratefulness here as well, because sometimes we just take so much for granted. After all, in the heat of the moment, it's easy to only see the negatives. But try to find the positives and notice when your child does something well. The more you look through positive lenses, the more you'll appreciate what's in front of you. Point out your child's strengths and then describe what you see. For example, you can say this. You look like you were about to scream at your brother, but I noticed how you pulled yourself together and then you walked away. How did you do that? It was impressive. Point out a very specific behavior and then move it to positive instead of somehow making it into a negative. Next is to focus on your reactions. Get more focused on yourself than on your child in order to build and improve upon your relationship with him. Decide how you want to behave with him no matter how he behaves with you. So what if your personalities simply clash? Maybe your child is not a friend that you would have chosen, or perhaps you're too different or too similar. Look at it this way. You might not like your boss, but you still have to find a way to get along with her, right? So problems start when you carry around a lot of disappointment about somebody and then try to change them in some way or another. And that's when that negative cycle, that push and pull, begins. If you decide you want to change how you've been reacting, stating it can sometimes be good. You can take responsibility for how you've been feeling and dealing with your child up until now, and even apologize for some of the ways that you've responded to things. So show that you really see and understand it and that you're working on doing a better job. Kids really do appreciate that. And it's worth it to talk to your child and say something like, it's really important to me that we get along. And I recognize that I haven't always been so easy on you. I recognize that I can be too hard on you sometimes. And I just want you to know that I apologize. I'm really trying to work on it. Leave it at that and don't add, and I hope you do too. 
Just try to own your part in all of this. It's very hard for parents to apologize for their part when they really see it as their kids being bratty and obnoxious. And maybe your child is being obnoxious, but don't wait for him to change. Instead, take responsibility to make those interactions different. You can't change a tiger into a leopard. These are your child's stripes. Get to know him, appreciate him, and enjoy his good qualities. Deal with your own issues and anxiety around it. If you absolutely can't get over it, then seek out some therapy. Get to the bottom of what's really bothering you and try to understand and manage your emotions. If you can calm down and come to terms with who your child is and accept him and try not to change or fix him, then you'll be able to relax. And here's the paradox. If your child can feel deeply accepted for who he is, warts and all, then he'll be able to look at himself and change what he isn't satisfied with. That's when your child can feel good inside of himself and then blossom into the person he's meant to be. You just heard the article, Sometimes I Don't Like My Child, by Debbie Pincus. Debbie is the author of The Calm Parent AM and PM, a program with some great tools on how to be calm and stay calm in stressful parenting situations. Visit store.empoweringparents.com to learn more. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you again next week. 